following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Mike from the Air Ready Tech Podcast, and uh, I got a fun one for you. If you're listening for the first time, whoa, if you're listening to the first time, uh, glad to have you on. But uh, without further ado, and if you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm new to this whole technology of this circle light thing in my face, so bear with me. But anyway, more important, more important things moving forward. I got the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the talented Miss Carolina Teague on. She is a Cowboys talk on ESPN 975, a sport, a Spurs uh, reporter, sports reporter, if you want to call it that too, Spurs reporter for San Antonio Sports Star and the host of the League of Her Own podcast, Carolina, welcome to the air raid. I'm honored, first of all, honored to have you on and ready to uh, talk some uh, talk some sports. That you invited me, so I'm very, very happy to be here, and I'm, I cannot wait. First things first, uh, tell the listeners a little brief about yourself and uh, how in the world did you get into sports? Oh man, it's just like a snowball effect. So basically, um, my whole life, I, I'm wearing the shirt right now. 90s Bulls fan my whole life like when Very I was nice. growing up super like I would say obsessed with the Bulls to the point where like I would cry if they lost like that's the type of kid I was and I would watch every single game religiously because Michael Jordan growing up on the south side of Chicago he inspired me like I felt like as long as you work hard and doesn't matter how many times you fall get back up you know I really his words that he spoke really resonated with kids like Gatorade Nike he was all in the mix with, you know, the Jordan effect is what they called it. And I was one of those kids who just fell into the Jordan effect trap. And that made me, you know, fall in love with sports. And uh, life happened. They, you know, I moved from the south side of Chicago to San Antonio, Texas. Spurs started winning, you know, followed the Spurs closely. And I was always, you know, a small kid and um, knew that being in sports wasn't really or playing sports wasn't really for me. I tried playing baseball. I played on the boys team. And then I just kind of, you know, you know, kept up with sports until one day there was a tryout for a sports radio competition. And I tried out and there was over 150 candidates and wow. uh, most male and I beat all of them for the spot on sports radio so that's how I got my start in sports I loved radio love sports kept up with it and everything just perfectly fell into place and aligned for that moment ever since that moment ever since I won I was the only girl to win that competition uh, which isn't a, a, a you know who neither here nor there gender is not you know important really but <clears throat> Out of those winners, um, you know, like I said, I was the only woman who won that competition and it turned into a snowball effect from there. And that's how I got my start. No, I've I watched some of your clips, um, obviously not religiously, you know, but uh, wonderful work nonetheless. And uh, I do do listen to your pod and uh, I on the way home and. For anybody out there, if you don't listen, definitely listen to it. Uh, good stuff. Real quick, I know we're not going to obviously talk much about the Spurs, but uh, obviously being a Thunder fan, we're kind of close in connection. 
I, I, I love me some Greg Popovich. I think he's one of the greatest of all time as a coach. Is he about at the end of his uh, coaching career, do you think? That is the million-dollar question that nobody knows the answer to. Exactly. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to quit two years ago, two years ago. So he's still there. Um, he was just recently asked when he visited New York. Uh, the New York reporters are obviously vicious. Oh, they asked yes. him, when are you going to retire? And he said, I'm going to retire when I'm ready. And he doesn't say when he's ready. So, I mean, he's still here kicking alive well, coaching the young Spurs. He actually enjoys coaching this losing team uh, more than he – or just as much as he co- enjoys coaching the winning team. And I think he sees it as a challenge. So I don't know when he's going to retire. I'm thinking it's coming around the corner soon because a couple years ago when I would cover the team and be in the mm-hmm. locker rooms, it was a lot more strict. This year, I'm in the locker rooms pretty much all the time, and I notice that his demeanor is a lot more nonchalant. That's not saying that he's a less caring coach but to me it's like way more laid back he cracks more jokes so i've seen this different side of pop this year that i've never seen before so a part of me thinks that it might be coming around the corner soon um just because he's changed as far as personality is concerned um but you never know um i've asked players personally i've asked Derek white when you think he's going to you know, leave. And he said, I don't know. It's whenever pop is ready. And that's his answer to everybody. Whenever I'm ready, I'm leaving. And I just don't know when that's coming. So, but, uh, like OKC thunder, I know you don't really, you said you follow them. Um, but um, they their core, their young core, they remind me so much of the Spurs young core. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of similarities. So that's one thing that I do notice about the Thunder of the Spurs. There's a lot of similarities within both of those teams. And there's a lot of talent on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they're just building their young core right now. And that's what it seems like. And so um, it's going to be exciting to not only see the Spurs rebuild, but to see the Thunders rebuild as well. Well, absolutely. I was <clears throat> real quick. I was at the game. He got ejected. Um <laughs> so I don't know what he said. Maybe maybe you can fill in if you do know by chance. But I would say probably towards that uh, woman referee, I would say probably oh. something that was not uh, very appropriate, I would say. But it's Greg Popovich. He can say what he wants, in my opinion. <laughs> I Well, clearly he can't because he got ejected. <laughs> <laughs> you you might touché. be because you, you will get kicked out <laughs> to her yes you will <laughs> i'll put it that way um of course you know you're obviously a dallas cowboy um close to them i'm sure you're a, a wonderful fan of theirs as well i'm a Bears uh, fan but continue <laughs> i knew that but i know all the listeners like wait a minute she's a written yeah there you go uh <laughs> Well, my response is like, if you like, what do you expect? Like, I'm in Texas. If I'm going to talk about the Bears, like nobody watch my stuff now, unless I do like a YouTube show or something. But I'm on air, right. I'm like reporting like that's what I do. So if I were to sit here and tell the sports producer, hey, can I talk about the Bears today? Unless it's national news, they're going to be like, why? You know what I mean? So, of exactly. course, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys. Of course, I'm going to keep up with them. I'm on sports radio. Imagine me on sports radio talking about the Bears in San Antonio. That wouldn't make any sense. So, yeah, I, I, people always forget that I am a Bears fan. I will say that. And it's like they get mad at that. Like, they're like, well, you're not a real Cowboys fan. Well, I'm not here to be a fan. I'm here to be a, a, mm-hmm. a sports talk commentator. I'm here to be a reporter. And I know I'm ranting, but that's it. Like, 
seriously, like get it together. Like I'm obviously going to cover the things where I'm in the vicinity of now, granted, if I get a job in Chicago, I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to be a kid in a candy store, but I'm a kid in a candy store here talking about the Cowboys too, because I, I like them, even though their fans sometimes drive me crazy because they cannot take the slightest ounce of criticism. No, a buddy of mine, he texts me right before the show. He's like, oh man, she's a Cowboys. Like, yeah, if you do your research, no, but uh, you know, it's all about research people. But anyway, uh, of course, Dallas fans are so delusional regarding their team. And the fact, I mean, I can't say much. I've, my team's lost now six straight losing season with Denver, but nonetheless, um, obviously you're closer to that area. I, I enjoy them losing personally. I just, I can't stand the organization. I still personally believe Jerry, Jerry Jones is the issue when it comes to that organization. I know they say, I know Jerry Jones says Mike McCarthy's safe and this, that, something else. Could we see them playing a role in the Sean Payton, I guess your sweepstakes type of thing. I know Dan Quinn's coming back as a D coordinator, which is huge for them, but uh <laughs> They got a lot of talent that's really not getting them out of that divisional playoff round. And this past week and their performance wasn't great. And I mean, no offense, let's be honest. I don't know why Zeke was playing center. And uh, I don't understand the last play when you threw eight yards down the field. And that was really about it. But can we see a big major shakeup in your opinion with Dallas or are we kind of stuck with Mike McCarthy in Dallas? If, if you want me to be completely honest with you, I think that the Dallas Cowboys are stuck with Mike McCarthy. Now there's a lot of people making the bold prediction um, that he's going to be fired, but you know, I, I don't know what, what part, what part of the country do you live in? Oklahoma city. <clears throat> Literally, right up. Yeah. Close to Dallas. Okay, well, I don't know if you get to hear like Dallas radio, Dallas, you know, news, South Texas news. The Cowboys are big down here, and if you you would think that Mike McCarthy is, uh, you know, <laughs> came out the womb of Jesus Christ because the way that they talk about Mike McCarthy is like he's the second coming of the best coach that they ever had. Mm-hmm. So it's um not only do the media talking heads have a really you know liking to him. But Jerry Jones has made those mentions as well. I think the issues with the Cowboys is not necessarily Mike McCarthy. I mean, they have they've always had a time management issue, especially in the playoffs, and you kind of saw that as evidenced against the 49ers the last game and then last year when they lost to the 49ers again. So I think the 49ers might be there tonight. Kryptonite for sure. Yeah, definitely. But um, as far as firing him i don't think it's gonna happen just based off of you know why why would you fire him they went to the playoffs twice and i think that's what jerry jones would say now sean payton you would have to eat up his contract mm-hmm. that's one of the things that you have to think about when bringing somebody like sean payton around i think sean payton would be a great addition to uh the cowboys team because he's able to build championship love caliber level people I, I could see him coming if two things happen. They fire Mike McCarthy, obviously, bring Sean Payton on, because I could see Jerry Jones doing that to make a splash. Right. And if they get rid of Dak Prescott. And the reason why I say that is because Aaron Rodgers, uh, there's rumors that he wants to leave 
too. And people are saying that the Cowboys should get Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Well, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, they're not going to work together because Mike McCarthy used to coach for the Packers. And so, and Aaron Rodgers and them, him had issues when he was a coach over there. And that's one of the major reasons why Mike McCarthy got fired is because he couldn't get along with Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers coming here without with Mike McCarthy being on board doesn't make any sense unless you fire Mike McCarthy, have Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and have Sean Payton come in because he's like with what you've seen with um, with what you've seen with the quarterbacks he's been able to build in the past. He could definitely work with somebody like Aaron Rodgers and like he worked with Drew Brees, too. So the other situ- scenario where I would see Sean Payton coming in is if they fire Dak fire Mike McCarthy and get Lamar Jackson, because I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a free agent. He has a bad um, relationship with the Ravens and somebody like Lamar Jackson coming to the team would make a big splash as well, which is something Jerry Jones would like. So those are the two instances where I could see him being able to release Mike McCarthy is if those scenarios were to happen. But other than that, I don't see it happening. I think if they would have done it, uh, they probably would have done it by now unless they want to be that dark horse under the radar type of team to make that splash for Sean Payton. I know mm-hmm. he's out and I believe someone sit out in Arizona today <clears throat> interviewing out there. I personally, you know, I know I'm a Denver fan, but we've suffered enough as it is. But uh, but um, I just wouldn't give up what the asking price is. I mean, I, I get that Sean Payton, we're talking about Sean Payton, kind of where your prediction is where he lands I don't, the asking price for Sean is too much, in my opinion, especially, I'll speak from Denver's behalf, just because of their hardcore all-in on Russ uh, from last year. Gave up, you know, already two first rounds last year's, and of course, uh, this year's first round. I would hate for them to really, really, I would hate for them to give up another one. For a coach that may or may not fix an organization, I don't really know. Um, the Broncos issue is bigger than oh, absolutely. The coach. Yeah, they got a lot of issues. It starts with the let's ride, dude. I don't see the Cowboys getting rid of Mike McCarthy. Bottom line, no, mm-mm. I don't because, like I said, you would think down here he came out of you know he came out of Jesus Christ's womb himself. So wait, I don't know if Jesus Christ would have had a womb, but no offense. I would say Paul to anybody no. listening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh Brock Purdy, a, a pretty good story. Um I'm not really f- really falling for the the Trey Lance potential rumors cuz now Pro- Brock Purdy is uh is making himself known in San Fran and I think it's a wonderful story. I think it's going to end this week, but um I it's a, it's a wonderful story. Um phenomenal play i mean but obviously he's not a starter in my opinion yet that i know of what's your thoughts on this kid i mean could we really see sanford kind of making a jimmy g we always hear jimmy g or trey lance and kind of keep with brock but or do you think that this is just a one hit one hit one or he's on a hot streak and that's about all he's gonna be for this year i think you have to get you have to give him an opportunity because he's been able to pull through for the 49ers this in the postseason, And, you know, they're a system type of team and having him in there, he's done a great job. So I would not see them getting rid of Brock Purdy 
or him, you know, maybe unless somebody else picks him up as a quarterback. Right. But I would say you'd have to probably re-sign him because he's done a phenomenal job as a backup quarterback. And um, Jimmy Garoppolo received a lot of criticism last year for his performance in the playoffs. So um, I want to see how this game is going to play out against the Eagles because if he's able to win – then you have to you have to resign him. There's there's no doubt about it. And even if he loses, right, or they lose, it depends on his performance. True. And he's been performing well. So I don't see them getting rid of him. But I do want to see how he performs against the Eagles because the Eagles are a really great team. Speaking of Eagles, is it uh, Jalen Hurts' MVP to lose, I would say? Um. You said, will Jalen Hurts lose? Do you think Jalen Hurts is the uh, this year's MVP? I know a lot of people <clears throat> got him winning. I know I do personally. I don't obviously vote. But is uh, Jalen Hurts uh, MVP or do you have someone that could take it away from him, so to speak? I, I definitely think it's Jalen Hurts that's going to win MVP. And what and what sucks is that um, what sucks is that earlier when he had got hurt, his kind of his numbers for MVP went down like on voting on betting websites like his what was it the the what is it what is the spread or the spread mm-hmm. oh, is it the spread is that what it's called God. the over under yeah like the numbers the numbers were slim I can't you know what my I lost the plus minus yeah whatever whatever they what, that special word for it. it used to be well here's what i know the ranking he was like right. ranked at number one and then when he got injured they put patrick mahomes over him of course but now we see how this season has played out and in my opinion there's no doubt in my mind why he should not get mvp because he's been putting up astronomical numbers this season and for me, Justin Jefferson doesn't cut it for me. Patrick Mahomes, he's out. Joe Burrow would probably be the closest thing. And also, too, um, he in the first 13 games of the season, he had over 3,000 passing yards. He's had a, uh, He was at a 68% completion rate, um, and he's thrown – some of the least interceptions this season and he's good at rushing touchdowns has a lot of rushing yards and when he had the rushing touchdown against the giants he became the first quarterback in nfl history to rush for 10 touchdowns in back-to-back seasons so because of that i would have to give the mvp to jalen hurts because not only is he performing well in the playoffs but during the regular season he was putting up big numbers prior to his injury so definitely i would give it to him I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say, I mean, obviously I'd say Jalen wins. I don't know who would be a close to um, Joe. I'd I think Joe Burrow. Probably, if it's Joe Burrow, then yeah. he, if Joe Burrow wins above him, it's rigged. Like, <laughs> you hear it here, folks. It's rigged because, like, I mean, I get it. Like, Joe Burrow's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking that from him. But Jalen Hurts put up big numbers this season. There's no yeah, way it yeah. shouldn't be him at all. And he played in the toughest division in the NFL. Joe Burrow didn't. Jalen Hurts did. You had the Eagles, you had the Giants, and you had the Cowboys, who all three played, had a really great season. Mm-hmm. All three put up numbers. That was the toughest division in the NFL. You mean to tell me you're going to put Joe Burrow above somebody who played at their highest level in the toughest division in the NFL? Not happening. 
Jalen Jalen Hurts is stat thirty seven hundred yards, thirty seven hundred one. If you really, if you're one of those people, that's exact numbers. Twenty two touchdowns, six interceptions, and a QBR of sixty six point three. Um, I know a topic I like to. I know it's <clears throat> speaking of Jalen Hurts real quick. I think it's kind of bogus. I give Alabama and Oklahoma both credit, but of course, people out there tweeting who gets the credit for Jalen Hurts. Obviously. <laughs> My opinion, I think Alabama and Oklahoma kind of shares it. But who do you think? What university should cl- should uh, claim his fame in the uh, NFL? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. But apparently, um, well, at least I, on my timeline, it's a big old debate. Uh, I would say Oklahoma. And the reason why I'm giving it to Oklahoma is because he played there in his senior season, and he also. Fun note, he played Brock Purdy mm-hmm. in that same season, and Brock Purdy gave him a run for his money. Yep. So I don't even know if that's a reason why I'd pick Oklahoma, but just for that reason alone, I'd pick Oklahoma. It's good enough for me. Right? I'll take it. Yeah, take it. Please, I'll take it. Take it because that's all I have. Take it. <laughs> Speaking of MVP, real shortly, Tom Brady, I think uh, I've seen I think he's seen better days. I mean, he's shown some flashes and he's shown his age is finally kicking in. Uh, Do we see Tom Brady? Do we see TB12 in the NFL next year at the age of what, 46, 47? You're only as old as you feel. And he better come back because he lost Giselle. And let's just get personal because I'm a woman. If I'm married to somebody and you're going to pick football over me and then you go back to the season and you don't win the Super Bowl and that's how you perform in the Super Bowl and you lose to the Cowboys and you gave up your family for that reason, then you damn sure better go back the next season. Don't tell me you're going to retire after that because then why did you lose your family over this? This is what you wanted to lose your family for? So, no, you better return. That's where I'm at. You better return. It's not should he return. It's like he better return because you lost your whole family for that. So what you're saying, uh, Carolina, is the fact that he should be out there on the 50-yard line in the uh Get your wheelchair. ass out there until you're 50 years old. Yeah, you lost your family. Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. That one's definitely going to be a uh, clip to post on uh, social media. Uh, last but not least, uh your uh, preview of championship weekend. Of course, we got the, uh, the Saints, Lord Jesus. We got, we got the 49ers and the Eagles in the NFC championship game. Of course, a rematch from last year's AOC championship game. The Bengals and the Chiefs, two teams I really can't personally stand, but it is what it is. Um, I got the Eagles and the Bengals winning Who um, on your on my end. On your end, who is your two teams that will represent in the Super Bowl? Um, hmm. I mean, no offense, these four teams don't really interest me, but it is. I would say, no, I would say Bengals. They're going to see it this, uh, they're going to play at this caliber once again. It's going to be so tough. That 49ers and Eagles game, I'm really looking forward to it. Yep. I'm really looking forward to it because that one is really hard for me to predict, and I really can't. So I can't believe you're putting me on the spot. But, um, Ugh, give me the Eagles. They played in a tougher division all season long. Jalen Hurts is playing his best season yet. And uh, 
they've been playing really well on the run game and Jalen Hurts has been very, very phenomenal on the RPO. Give me that over Brock Purdy, even though 49ers have the professional playoff experience. Well, Eagles went to uh, Eagles. If they win, this is their second time in what, five years, something like that. Mm -hmm. So they've been to the Super Bowl too. Give me the Eagles for that. Bengals over Chiefs because I don't know. I think the Chiefs beat themselves sometimes. I like it. And this one's for a buddy of mine. He wants me to, <clears throat> to ask you from a non-biased standpoint, because I think he's tired of my standpoints and nobody else's standpoints that comes on the show. What went wrong in Denver, in your opinion? <laughs> he wants a non, literally, he was a non-non-biased. What went wrong in Denver? Um, yeah, so pretty much, why did Russ suck so bad this year in Denver? Um, you know what? That is a really good question. You know what? For, I heard that the issue was, was that, their offensive line wasn't that good, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I really don't know. Um, and I heard their defense is bad, too. I really don't know the stats on Denver and why they were so bad. All I know is that people blamed everybody except for Russell Wilson. Yep. Well, people blamed Russell Wilson, but then his teammates came out and then they defended him. And then they said that it wasn't his fault. But at the end of the day, it is his fault. So, but it could be to me, like, I don't know what it was, but I, you know, sometimes people want to blame coaching. I would blame coaching too, because. Oh, absolutely. But I would also blame the organization at the top because I mean, the way I look at the Broncos is the way I look at my bears and the bears have not been successful for a very, very long time because the organization is really bad at making decisions at the top and drafting the right people and putting the people in the positions to be successful. And they're constantly getting rid of head coaches. They're constantly getting rid of staff and you cannot build a per Mike Ditka. One of the people that I look up to in football, you can't make a, a team, a championship team, if you keep hitting the reset button over and over again, people think that'll work. I I know firsthand as a fan of my team that that's not going to work. So there's another vacancy for the head coaching job. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to oh, replace? Absolutely. So to me, it's more so organization and coaching rather than the team itself. I don't know if that's a bad take, but that's how I feel about it. No, real quick, I think you're spot on because, I mean, I think that kind of hurts the organization. You're continuously firing head coaches. We see it a lot, obviously, in Cleveland. They kind of calm down on that one, but well, for now. But I kind of hurt. I mean, you got quarterbacks in there, new new offensive coordinators, literally year in, year out, and so on and so forth. And final one, Bears next year, do they make the playoffs or no? <laughs> <laughs> I like Justin Fields. That kid's a stud. I th- I, it's too early for me to say because if I say yes, I'm gonna sound crazy. <laughs> they need a lot of they need a lot of help on the offensive line, and I want to see what they do in the draft. They have the number one pick in the NFL. They have over 119 million dollars in cap space. Um. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes 
likes a weird beard. So say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right. Face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to Manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com. I, I really want them to make the right moves. They need a, a veteran presence, uh, preferably in the wide receiver core. And um, to me, they have a lot of moves to make. So early prediction is no, but I, uh, depending on what they do, you know, in the off season is what's going to determine how I feel in the future about that. That's a true fan right there. My opinion. <laughs> I think you gotta be a real fan, like, and this is the thing between delusional cowboys and somebody like me, or Bears fans. We're realistic that we suck. Mm-hmm. We know we suck. We know the Broncos fans. We know we're garbage. Yep. Cowboys fans, not all, but some. In case you pull this clip, not all, <laughs> but some can be very, 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 very delusional. Like they really thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl this year and they thought they had a chance against the 49ers and everybody could see that they didn't have a chance except for Cowboys fans. Their thing was any given Sunday. It doesn't matter. Any given Sunday. And it didn't happen. So the difference between somebody like us who's realistic and delusional fans is that at least we know we're trash. So that's why when people tell me your team is trash, doesn't bother me because I'm aware of that. Tell me something I don't know. And then you'll surprise me. And then you'll make me feel good about it. Tell me something I don't know. That's how I feel. Like you want to impress me. Tell me something I don't know. My team is trash. Okay. I know that. I know that. Now what? Now what? So is yours, but you didn't think so. You didn't think your team was trash. Now you know. Now get in the boat with us and let's go fishing together. It's the off season. Let's all go fishing. But I love the cruise. Shout out to the Cowboys. Shout out to all my Cowboys fans out there. I love y'all. This is all for entertainment purposes only. Exactly. For exception of a few of you. But, <laughs> but anyway.